Welcome to South African Birth Stories. I'm Megan and I'm the host of this podcast series. I'm so pleased you can join me today for Brooke's birth story. This is a short story about a short labour. Brooke is an American living in Cape Town and she speaks about how she decided on a birth plan, being a foreigner in this country. When her contractions began, they were already three minutes apart and it was only three and a half hours after her first contraction that her beautiful little girl was born in the bathtub. She then goes on to talk about some difficulty with breastfeeding and some solutions for that. This is a great story and I hope you enjoy. Hi Brooke, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm really looking forward to your birth story. Um, Can you please start by telling us just a bit about yourself? Sure, yeah, thanks for having me. Um, Yeah, so my name is Brooke and I am 29 years old. Um, I'm from the States, I'm from Tennessee in the South. And um, yeah, I moved to South Africa five years ago, almost five years ago now. So um, yeah, this is where I've been living. This is where I met my husband who is from the Netherlands. Um, Yeah, we met here got married here. So this is, yeah, this has been home for us. Um, Yeah. Awesome. Thanks. And now um, when you got pregnant, did you plan on getting pregnant? Yeah, we did. Yeah. We had been married for two years. And so that was about, we were at that point ready, ready to have a baby. And um, yeah, we kind of expected it to take a long time, I think, because we had we had friends who taken a long time to get pregnant. Um, but yeah, we got pregnant like right away, basically. So it was kind of a shock, but also like, yeah, just such a blessing. We were so excited. So yeah, oh, that's fantastic. Great. And how was your pregnancy? Did you experience many symptoms? How did you, how did you find the nine months? Um, I was pretty sick the whole time, actually. Like I had nausea, nausea, like almost the whole time. So um, I remember after the first semester, there was like a few weeks, like three or four weeks where I was totally fine, but then it came right back. And so I really like, yeah, I struggled a lot. I couldn't eat most, most things. Um, I just did not feel good. So, um, but emotionally I was good, like super, you know, I didn't really experience any emotional um, symptoms, but just physically I was not feeling good. I had a lot of like heartburn and yeah, nausea was the main thing. So not the best. <laughs> Did you do anything about that? Did you ever end up in hospital or have to see a GP? Or No, I never went to hospital or anything. It wasn't like that bad. Um, but I tried, I tried like all the natural remedies. I tried ginger and all the teas and everything. Um, but kind of when I talked to the doctor, they just say, you know, it's just kind of part of it. So there wasn't a whole lot they could do. You can't really take any medicine or anything. So, yeah. Yeah, sure. And now during your pregnancy, how did you come up with a birth plan? What was your thoughts around um, where you would have your baby? Yeah, well, whenever I got pregnant, we uh, went to the two different hospitals and got a tour. And um, I kind of just assumed that that's where I would give birth because... Yeah, in America, everybody just goes to the hospital. Um, so yeah, we got the tour and I just, I don't know, I just didn't really have a whole lot of peace about it. Um, there was nothing wrong with them. They were great hospitals, but I just, for me, I didn't really, I don't know, I just felt like maybe this isn't the right thing. And so um, 
I talked to a bunch of my friends here who have had babies and just kind of asked them what they did and how their experiences were. Um, and I actually had a lot of friends who gave birth at home. And so I started talking to them and um, everybody had such positive experiences from it. And so, yeah, I just started like researching the pros and the cons and um, yeah, I think the more that I thought about it, I was like, okay, it actually sounds so nice to just be in your own home, in your own environment where you're comfortable and familiar. Um, and there's not, you know, nurses coming in all the time. Um, and so, yeah, I started being more and more comfortable with um, wanting to have a home birth. And I also knew that I wanted to go natural as much as possible as far as medication. So I figured, yeah, it wouldn't, there wasn't, a huge incentive to have um, to have my baby in a hospital if I knew I didn't really want medicine. So um, yeah, it was a process of deciding it. And I think a lot of my friends were like shocked from America because it's just like super uncommon. But um, yeah, that's kind of how I came to that decision. That's great. And how was Raphael feeling about it? Was he for a home birth? Yeah, he was very like, whatever you want to do is fine because you're the one giving birth. <laughs> but in the Netherlands, it's very common. Like everybody gives birth at home pretty much. So that was not like a weird thing to him. Um, but he was, yeah. And like looking back, we're both like so thankful. We're so glad we made this decision because it just, I don't know, it just really fit, I think, our personalities and stuff. So That's interesting that America's, it's not very common to have a home birth. And then in the Netherlands, it is. Yeah, totally opposite. <laughs> Very different. And did you attend any antenatal classes or what was your preparation like? Yeah, we did. So the um, midwife group that we went with, they do they have an antenatal class there that we went to. Um, and I think that was like the best thing we could have done. It was so helpful. I was like, I didn't realize how little I knew about labor and birth. And so... That was super helpful for both of us. Um, and I think also just meeting all these couples that are in the exact same boat as you are, that are, you know, they're all having a baby for the first time. Nobody knows anything. Um, so I think that was really like special just to meet all these couples who are in the same same boat. Um, yeah, so I did that class. And then I honestly didn't do like a ton of preparation. I bought books and I intended to read them and then just never did. Um, but I did watch a ton of birth videos on YouTube and just different stories, um, which, yeah, at first I was like watching anything and everything. And then I think I got really freaked out. <laughs> and so then I had to be a little more like selective of, okay, you know, not just watching anything, but actually watching like positive stories and um, yeah, like being a bit more careful of what I watched. <laughs> And did you have to do much preparation for the home birth? Was there equipment you needed or what sort of things did you have to think about? Um, yeah, they gave us a list of all the things that we needed. Uh, most of it was like cleaning supplies, to be honest, like just a bunch of towels and um, disinfectant and trash bags and that kind of thing. Um, we also got a blow up pool and um, yeah, so that was, we were planning on using that, but didn't end up using that, just used the tub in our house. Um, 
but yeah, that was it. And then I got a bunch of like candles and some like essential oils to have. Um, but yeah, nothing too crazy, just kind of the basics. Yeah, that's good. And I guess now we're excited to hear your birth story. Now you had um, a very fast labor. So uh, it'll be interesting to hear about that, especially for a first time mum. So I guess um, you can start from the beginning. Uh, when did you first know you were in labor or what were the days like leading up to that? Um, well, the very first thing was we went to, we went to the, um, the hospital to get a checkup with like the GP as our backup. And then he checked me and I was three centimeters dilated. And so at that point I was like, whoa, I'm like going to give birth like any day. Um, but that definitely didn't happen. <laughs> um, I think it was like two and a half weeks later before I had any other symptoms. Um, so yeah, I was on March 18th at like around 10 PM, which is when I first started feeling um, contractions and I hadn't had anything happen before that. Um, that was the very first thing. And um, yeah, it just felt like period, period cramps. I honestly didn't even realize it was labor at that point. I just thought, okay, just like some cramps, no big deal. And um, yeah, I told my husband and we're like, okay, well, let's just like track them and see how far apart they are. So I had like my little tracker and they were like every three minutes for about a minute, which is, I guess when you like call your midwife already, <laughs> I was like, no way. Um, and so I was like literally so in denial at that point. I just, I don't know. I just didn't think that I was in labor because I was like, I still am like have four days to go. Like it can't be already, you know? And so um, <laughs> my husband convinced me to call the midwife. So I called her and she was like, okay, we'll just get in the bathtub and see how things um, progress. If you, um, if it keeps happening, if you keep having contractions that are the same about a minute apart or three minutes apart, um, call me back. And if not, then just go, go to sleep and, you know, we'll see how things go. So got in the bath and they started kind of picking up a little bit and just getting a bit more intense. And um, yeah, they're pretty consistent. And um, yeah, I just remember like my husband was like, okay, like this is it, like it's happening and took a minute to like, just pray and pause and actually think about what's happening, which is the best thing ever. Cause I think I would have just moved on so quickly and kind of, yeah, not taking the time to just process what's happening. So we did that, which was really cool. Um, and then, yeah, I got out of the bathtub and it was like definitely more intense after that. I just started like not being able to talk through contractions and stuff. And I was like, okay, this is real. <laughs> um, and so then we called the midwife back and she was like, okay, I'm going to come over. So that was probably at like 11, 1130 or so. Yeah, I think it was around 1130. And she lived very close. So she was over in like 10 minutes. Um, yeah, so she came over and she checked me and I was seven centimeters dilated, which was crazy. I was like, no way. Because um, I knew like eight centimeters transition. So I knew that this was already pretty far along. Um, and so then it, after that, it got pretty intense. Like I started just having to close my eyes and I was like on the floor on my hands and knees and just like swaying to kind of get through the pain. Um, but in between contractions, I was totally fine. There was no, no pain and I was, yeah, totally good. Um, and then I just remember like, yeah, Raphael was trying to like fill up the pool and she was, the midwife was getting everything ready. There was just like lots going on, but I was kind of in my own zone, just focused. And then, um, 
yeah and so then she was like okay I think we need to get into the bathtub there's not time to fill up the pool so I was like okay but I remember just like the thought of walking from my room to the bathroom just sounded horrible I was like I could just I was in so much pain at that point I remember like being on the bed like on my hands and knees and just being like totally like in the zone um and then I remember like there was a short break and then I walked to the bathroom and that was like my only, I feel like that would have been like the only chance. Cause I don't, I think I would have given birth on the bed if it wasn't for that. <laughs> um, and so finally I was able to kind of stumble into the bathroom and get into the water, which was really, really nice. Like I felt so much better getting in, getting in the bathtub. And then I think that was about when you came over. I remember, I remember she was like, this is Megan. She's going to help with the birth. And I was like, okay. But I was just in my own zone. I had my eyes closed. I don't even know if I like opened my eyes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I got into the bathtub and yeah, it was kind of a blur. I just remember um, the midwife telling me to like slow my breathing and just like focus on breathing. That's, I just remember her saying that over and over because I was kind of breathing really fast and yeah, kind of losing control a little bit. Um, and then, yeah, I remember she was like telling me to push and um, I think I pushed for maybe like 10 minutes or something. I can't remember exactly, but that was like probably the most intense part of my whole labor. Um, just like, yeah, it's so crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, my husband like saw her head coming out and um, yeah, after that, like a few minutes later, she was born. And um, I just remember she was so awake. Her eyes were like so alert and like looking all around. And um, it was just the best feeling ever, like getting to hold her for the first time. And just you're in shock of like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this just happened. Um, yeah. So then held her for a few minutes in the tub and um, then got to go back into my own bed. and. Um, yeah, then they, I remember they like checked me and I delivered placenta and um, yeah, it was just such a sweet, special time. Yeah, it was amazing. Just such a quick and beautiful birth. Did you deliver the placenta in the bed or in the bath? It was in the bed. Yeah, yeah. And I remember like after that, it was so much relief. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, so I guess they'd call this a precipitous labor being so short. I think you were saying it was about three and a half hours in total. Um, most women would be quite jealous of this sort of labor, thinking it's um, maybe the dream. <laughs> but how did you find it? Did you have any sort of shock from it being so quick? How was it? Yeah, I mean, I think I was in a little bit of shock for sure. But I was also, I don't know, I just had so much peace through the whole time. Like I never had a moment where I was like, like totally freaking out or anything. I think I was just like, I don't know. I had like worship music playing in the background. And I think, yeah, I don't know. I just, I had a lot of peace through the whole thing. I was, I'm honestly like, feel like that was such a great, I was so thankful for how fast it went. Like <laughs> when you're in like so much pain, you're not like, oh, I wish it took a little bit longer. You know, I was just like so glad for it to be done and that she was here. And um, yeah, so I think honestly, I couldn't have asked for a better, a better birth. That's amazing. That's so <laughs> good. And did you need any stitches? Yeah, so I had like a second degree tear. Um, so yeah, she gave me some stitches and 
yeah there was no like no major issues yeah (laughs) and so also I mean you guys are here on your own and your mum was over at the time do you want to just tell us a little bit about her situation to do with coronavirus and what was going on yeah for sure yeah so my mom was actually on a trip with my dad in London and that was kind of when everything quickly changed and that was when they announced that there was going to be a lockdown and that the borders were going to be closing in a couple days and so we really didn't think that she was going to be able to come because there wasn't time to change her flight and yeah it just didn't seem possible but um she actually was able to because she was already in London instead of in America she was actually able to change her flight and um, get over here like within a day it was crazy so she came three days early and um yeah I'm just so thankful that she came it was so special having my mom here because yeah we're both foreigners so we don't have any family here um yeah so she came and then um she was actually she actually was able to go back on the same flight that she or the same day that she had planned to go back just on a different on a repatriation flight instead of her normal flight but um yeah so we had a few days together to go and sightsee and do a couple things before the baby came but um yeah not a whole lot mostly we were just in lockdown the whole time she was here which is totally fine because you don't really want to go anywhere (laughs) when you have a newborn anyway so yeah that was really special oh well that worked out well that's good and how did you then find the postpartum period so how did you find things like breastfeeding and your emotions and how was that whole journey yeah well I definitely did not prepare for breastfeeding at all like I think I was just so focused on labor that I didn't even, I didn't even really think about breastfeeding. I just kind of assumed like, oh yeah, she'll like latch on and then you, you know, feed every two to three hours and that's it. And I was totally wrong. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we had some trouble getting her to latch at first. Um, And yeah, I just didn't have any clue. Like I didn't expect it to be painful and it was quite painful the first, probably like the first, definitely the first week first week and a half, I would say, um, just was really painful, like nursing, but then also like, yeah, your boobs are just like rocks. <laughs> They're so like hard and painful and engorged, um, which I didn't expect to happen. So I think that was the worst part. Um, yeah, for sure. And then you're, yeah, that was just a bit exhausting and like trying to make it work. Um, and I think I just wasn't prepared for that. But um, emotionally, I was good. Like, I didn't have any postpartum depression or anything. Um, yeah, so that was I'm really thankful for that. Um, but it did take, like, I would say about two weeks until I felt totally healed and, and normal. Just, you know, you really don't need to be doing anything except walking to the bathroom and taking a shower. And, yeah, I'm an, I'm an achiever. I'm an Enneagram 3, so I'm like... I need to do all these things and like I want to make food and do the dishes and do all these things and you really just have to like surrender and just embrace it (laughs) yeah sure so yeah and with the breastfeeding difficulty did you see a lactation consultant or use any products or how did you get around that um yeah well the the midwife was actually she's actually also a lactation consultant so she helped us out quite a bit um and I had wanted to see what are they called um like a laser therapist, but because of the lockdown, I couldn't. Um, So yeah, I ended up having to use nipple shields, which um, are not the best. She keeps, she like knocks them off all the time. And it's like, 
you can't, I just feel like I'm always like losing them. And then it's like, oh crap, I need, it. she's like crying. And I'm like, oh, where did it go? I need to find it. Oh, I need to wash it and then put it on. And she like knocks it off. So you just kind of readjust a lot. I mean, at home it's okay, I guess. But then it's like in public, I have no idea. I feel like it's going to be impossible to like be discreet and like try to do that. So, but thankfully I haven't gone, any I'm gone anywhere. So <laughs> it's been fine, but yeah. But I mean, I couldn't, yeah, and I couldn't feed her without them, so I am thankful for them. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's just those first couple of weeks getting used to it and um, using lots of cream and <laughs> lots of showers and cold compression and all of those things. So it really helped. Yeah, that's great. And how old is Eden now? She is two months. Two months. Okay, so you spent yeah. your postpartum period in in lockdown coronavirus lockdown um how have you found that yeah. honestly i mean for us i think it's kind of been like the best situation possible i think every family kind of dreams of being able to have this amount of time together you know for my husband to be able to have been home for 10 weeks straight with it with her um has been amazing so i think yeah I mean, obviously we would love for friends to be able to come and see her. And that's, that's been the hardest part is that none of our friends can come over, but yeah, we already don't have family nearby. So we already expected, we already knew that that, that wasn't gonna, like our family wouldn't be able to see her. Um, but yeah, so it's been like a really special time, just, um, just the three of us being home and um, yeah, having so much time together. Yeah, that's amazing. And what would you say for, so being from America, what would you say for other foreigners coming to South Africa or Cape Town and wanting to have a baby? Are there any resources that you loved or websites? Um, I think just talking to a lot of people, a lot of different people and hearing their different experiences because what might work for one person doesn't work for the next. Um, so I have a lot of friends actually here because I work with an international organization. I have a lot of friends that are foreigners here. Um, so I have a lot of American friends that gave birth here. So talking to them helped a lot. Um, yeah, and just being open to um, doing something different than what is normal in your culture, I think. Um, because yeah, like I said, giving birth in the hospital is for sure the norm in America, but um, yeah, here it's here it's still the norm, but a lot of people also have home births. So um, yeah, I think just talking to different people was the most helpful thing. And also um, birth options who I gave birth with the midwife team were amazing. I just, they were so helpful, answered all of our questions. And um, yeah, so that was really helpful. Um, and the class was the best, it was really great. So yeah, that's what I would say. And what do your friends say now that you've had a home birth? Your friends in America, were they quite they're shocked? Like, oh my, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, they're just like, I can't believe you did that. Like, you're amazing. Bitch. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can't. You know, it was it was amazing. I'm so thankful for it. But I had very little to do with you know how my birth happened. It could have just as easily happened where I needed to go to the hospital, and that would have been totally fine too. You know. So basically, if there was any kind of emergency or any reason why I couldn't give birth at home, then I would have gone to, um, yeah, a local hospital here. Um, yeah. 
That's great. Oh, it's been so amazing hearing your story and hearing about such a fast labour. Um, yeah, it's just really incredible. So thank you so much um, for sharing it of with course. us. Of course, thank you for, yeah, thank you for having me. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you so much for listening today. To see more birth stories, please go to the website www.southafricanbirthstories.co.za and click on the link that says Listen Now. If you are looking for resources related to today's episode, please go to Brooks Birth under Episodes and you'll see some lactation consultants and also some people that do laser services in South Africa. If you are wanting to tell your story, I would love to hear from you. Please fill in the form on the website under the heading Tell Your Story and I will definitely be in touch. Well, that's it for this week. Until next time, take care.